Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Monday the 24th of April and for the day, as always, this is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's go straight to the scores on the doors. The ASX 200 closed down 8.4 points. Massive day, 0.11%. It opened at 73.14.3. We had a high of 73.32.6, a low of 73.07.7, and we closed at 73.22. So a very wishy-washy day ahead of Anzac Day tomorrow, of course. And once again, it was slightly the best of times at the worst of times in our market today. Certainly iron ore stocks very much under pressure today. BHP was down 1.9%. Fortescue, with its production report disappointing, a little bit down 3.4%. Rio down 3.3%. South 32 having an absolute shocker on downgrades to five parts of its business, down 7.4%. We also saw the gold stocks ease as well. Newcrest down 0.9%. Northern Star down 1.2%. But lithium stocks doing just about okay, especially those with businesses in Australia after the move on Friday from the Chilean president talking about how they were going to get involved, more involved, and get more uh, bang for their buck from their lithium resources. Pilbara up 5.2%, Mineral Resources up 2.1%, and IGO up 1%, AKE, which of course does have uh, production in South America, down 0.2% of a percent. Looking across to the banks, that's the usual suspects in terms of the good. Well, not really that good, to be honest. Uh, We have CBA up 0.3, NABs up up 007, James Bond, Westpac down 0.2, ANZ down 0.5, Macquarie down 0.9, some nerves creeping in before the results. There was an article today in the AFR regarding maybe the climate hasn't been that good for Macquarie. Uh, looking at the insurance sector, QBE up 0.5 and Suncorp up 0.5 as well. Over in the industrial space, well, it was all green across the screen pretty much. We had CSL up 0.9%, ResMed up 2.1%. Interestingly, we've just had the Philips results out in Europe. Does anyone ever look at European results? I suspect not. But we did have the Philips results out there, and they have set aside quite a lot of money to make up for the problems they've had with their sleep apnea machines. Ramsey Health up 1.3%. Other industrials doing well. West Farmers up 0.7%. Woolies up 0.8%. Coles up 0.7%. Transurban up 0.9%. All looking good. We had REITs doing well as well. Goodman up one3 And Centre Group up one8 Tech doing well. WiseTech up 2%. Zero up 0.5%. And we did see as well Utilities. Origin up 0.9. Oil and gas not doing very much today. Woodside down 0.5. And a little bit of selling in the coal stocks. Whitehaven down 2.2%. In the winners for Grinners today, let's run through the top stocks. Nanosonics was the top performing large cap today. 7.5% better. A million shares traded as well. $5.56. IFT, Infotril was the next best, up a devil of a time, 666, 6.66%. 
although only 25,000 shares, so I'm not really counting that. PPM, not really counting that either, but they were pepper money. Uh, they were assaulted today. They were up 5.5% on 36,000 shares. Pilbara Minerals, next up with the big move, 5.2%. Polynovo also doing well, up 4.9% today. Credit Corp doing well, up 46 And rounding out the top stocks, Weebit Nano up 4.3 as they announced the result of their share purchase plan, uh, raising another $15 million in their share purchase plan there for Weebit Nano. In the naughty corner, though, today, let's look at the losers. Big L for losers. Well, Invocare with the biggest loser today, down 95 cents or 7.84%. To $11.16. An interesting one, Invocare today. Obviously, that was a big move to the downside as TPG, the private equity group, pulled their bid for the group. And uh, as a result, we did see that fall 7.8%. But just to put it in some perspective, good buying early on. $10.07 was the low. It opened at $10.21, closed at $11.16. Million shares traded today. The interesting thing was that the TPG guys have asked for a board seat. So it looks as if they're not going to be selling their 19.9% stake. And they are talking about playing the long game in that one. Next cab off the rank in terms of losers, South 32 falling 7.4%. AGY, Argosy fell 4.9%. Not unexpected given the moves from Chile, which were unexpected. Uh, Argosy, of course, in the lithium triangle. Parenti down 4.8%. Lake Resources continuing to slip slide, down 4.5%. LKE and Sightminder down 4.5%, with Imugene down 3.7%. IMU, 9 million shares traded there. Other big losers today included West African Resources down 3.5% there today. WAF is the stock code there. Uh, we did see West African Resources out this morning uh, with an announcement with their quarterly report investor call. That was the only announcement we saw from those guys. And Fortescue down 3.4%. Positive sectors today. Banks, healthcare, REITs, staples and the tech. Negative sectors, iron ore remains under pressure in Asia. Gold miners, oil and gas. That narrow range again today. Only a, what is that, a 20 five-point range today. Pretty pathetic, of course, Anzac Day tomorrow. Oil is easier in Asia and iron ore under pressure. Dalian iron, iron ore futures not having a great day today. The big bank basket steady at 175.37, just slightly up. The Alltech index up 0.8. Gold down to 29.64 in Aussie dollar terms. Bitcoin falling to 27,739 US dollars. A fun token, the Aussie dollar falling to 66.71, 10-year yields steady at 3.45%. In the Asian markets today, we have um, Japan uh, was down uh, slightly. Let's just get the latest for you for Japan. Oh, it's actually up 0.1 now. Hong Kong down 1.4 and CSI 300 in China are down 1.3%. Currently, we've got a bit of a fall happening in U.S. futures. We've got NASDAQ futures down 60 points, and we've got Dow futures down around 150 points, with European markets heading lower today. Both Philips and Credit Suisse results out. Credit Suisse had a massive 
68 billion Swiss francs in outflows in the first quarter of the year. No wonder I had to jump into bed with UBS, which reports tomorrow. Major movers and shakers today. Well, Nanasonics was the one of the best, 7.5% higher. And uh, Pilbara doing well on the back of that Chile news last week, up 5.2%. DDR, Deterra, also bucking the iron ore trend. We have seen a few upgrades on the BHP production. They're up 2.89%. Duratech, not a stock that I have covered a lot, or to be honest, even heard of. Uh, that was up 8.7% today. Duratech, G, uh, sorry, D. UR is the stock code there. They have upgraded FY23 guidance as an engineering construction and remediation contractor. Announces an upgraded guidance for revenue and normalised EBITDA for FY23. Revised range is now expected between 465 and 495 million. So there we go for Duratech. Uh, we also had Tusk. Ah, Tusk. Don't say that you want me. Well, certainly they were wanted today. Well, Tusk were up uh, 9.46%. They had uh, their quarterly report out today, so they're looking pretty good. Uh, that's actually Task Group, but the code is TSK. EDC had a good day today. My old buddy, uh, Fred Woolard from uh, Samuel Terry Asset Management, is bidding for Ildon Capital Group, EDC. Stock code, they're up nearly 19%. Uh, I think Fred is bidding at 93 cents for that one. In the losers, IVC, well, we've talked about that one. We've talked about South 32. We've talked about MGX, iron ore price falling away down 2.9%. Arafura also slipping away, 2.2% down. Linus, a few broker downgrades coming through and a little bit of nerves about the Malaysian license and the uh, potential for two to three months of production cut for Linus, down 1.8%. Macquarie, also a little pre-match pre nerves for Macquarie, down 0.9%. And Carnaby announced the placement today, 20 million bucks at $1.22, down 15.3% on the back of that. Gervois Global have submitted a loan application to the US Department of Energy. They were down 8%. And speculative stock of the day, which was one from last week, continues to push ahead, was Western Mining Group, that brings back some memories, doesn't it? WMG, uh, it's actually Western Mines Group as opposed to Western Mining, but it does bring back some, some memories for us old-timers about Western Mining. Up 41.7% today. Uh, they announced uh, uh, last week some uh, nickel mineralization extending at MTDO25. So there we go, still more friends coming from that one. And we are seeing in company news in a little more detail today. Big one, Fortescue reporting lower production in the March quarter compared to the previous period, with iron ore mined down 9.7 million tonnes, 50.7 million, shipped 3.1 million tonnes from the second quarter of the financial year. South 32 reported that overall production for the March quarter was lower than expected due to adverse weather conditions. They are not the only ones that have suffered the old adverse weather conditions. Seems to be the miners' excuse de jour at the moment, with production guidance revised down at some operations. It does, however, remain on track to meet its 2023 financial year guidance. This is the clue. At the majority of its operations, maybe got a little hard done by today. Blue Scope Steel upgraded its half-year earnings numbers. Big upgrade for these guys. 
didn't really move the dial though, down 0.3 of a percent. Upgraded half-year earnings guidance to a range of 700 to 770, approximately 270 million higher than the previous guidance. Stronger than expected hot rolled coil prices and spreads at the US mill North Star. Boss Energy has made strong progress in the construction of its honeymoon uranium project. Gold Road, Greer gold mine produced 82,604 ounces of gold, increased production due to higher process plant availability and throughput rate. Uh, Mincor Resources, uh, the takeover offer from Wilo has made a dollar forty there, um, and the directors have recommended uh, the uh, offer from Wilo. Restaurant brands, nothing very exciting there. Let's not even look at those. Stanmore Coal, nothing very exciting there either. Wee bit nano, nothing exciting. AGL has kicked off this week's phase shutdown. It's 52-year-old Little Liddell Coal Power Station, New South Wales. That's one of three remaining units being switched off on Monday. The remaining two units close on the April 26th and April the 28th. Not an awful lot to write home about in Asian markets. The new Japanese Bank of Japan governor, Ueda, has indicated he saw little need to alter its monetary stimulus ahead of its first policy meeting as the bank's chief. He said that inflation reading was expected to slow down soon. And Chinese President Xi Jinping and other top leaders highlighted several risks the economy still faces in China. According to the vice commerce minister, China will take steps to boost trade with major nations amid a slowdown in the global economy. Looking ahead across the Europe and the US, Credit Suisse has reported a $1.3 billion loss in the final quarter results. Outflows stabilized at lower levels. They had net outflows of 68.6 billion US dollars. That is a big outflow. Even Magellan would struggle to get that outflow. UBS numbers tomorrow. Phillips results out this morning. Uh, we have got a, the CEOs talking about stronger margins and better cash flow, but it still made a first quarter loss. And US banks on alert over falling commercial real estate valuations. And a US company, Morning Consult, has declared, big declarance, no, big declaration, business travel will never return to normal, according to this declaration from this research house well that's it from me today thanks very much for listening have a great evening we will not be back tomorrow obviously it is anzac day i'll be at the dawn service lest we forget